Kindness Can, the podcast, with radio personality Jane Lindley Thomas and psychologist Paul Bushell. Because every act of kindness, no matter how big or small, can change lives. In this series, Jane and Paul hope to enrich your life by giving you practical tools on how to be kinder in your relationships with yourself, with those around you, at home, work, and in your community. Welcome to another episode of the Kindness Can podcast with myself, Jane Lindley Thomas, and my very dear, dear friend and kind, Paul Bushel. How's it? Uh, isn't it the season to be joyful and, and jolly. jolly and happy? <laughs> <laughs> How was Christmas? Was it uneventful? Because that's always a good Christmas. Yeah, I mean, as much as the season to be happy and jolly, we know that it's that's not the reality for everyone. I'm very happy to say that I had a nice, quiet Christmas, which is just what the doctor ordered. It was a break in the script, and that's sometimes tricky and hard, but it was a really good thing to do this year. I think for me, I always assume and kind of picture Christmas with my mom, my dad, my sister, because, you know, that's how it was for so long. And now that I have my own family and my folks have semigrated to the Cape and my sister's in the Cape, it's just the Thomas Five. And that's also okay because we are now starting our own family traditions, which is fun. Uh, and just to be at home, I just, I have fallen in love with being at home and being with my family and just focusing on the important things. So for us as a family, a tradition that was actually borrowed from uh, friends of ours that, you know, the night before Christmas, uh, we either prepare food for people and go and hand it out or we go and make handmade sandwiches and deliver them to the security guards in the area. Because I really want my kids to be aware that Christmas is the time not just for smashing presents under the tree, you know, ripping paper and being fueled by this materialistic want and need, but also being mindful that for that mom who lost her daughter, this is her first Christmas. Not to put that on my kids, but just to be mindful that, you know, the man who's lost his wife after being married for 60 years, this is a hard Christmas. As a parent, every single day I'm trying my best and sometimes I succeed and sometimes I don't is raising children that are mindful of others. It's really, really important that my kids are aware that not everybody has what they have. Yeah. I mean, I, I think you're tapping into lots of really important stuff there. But what stands out for me is that just because we've done something a certain way in the past and it was fun and joyous and we might like to do it again like that in the future, who knows, doesn't mean that I have to do it like that every year, every time. I can appreciate different versions of the same event. And sometimes we've got to refine it depending on where we are in our life and values that are important to us. And so Christmas just seems like, or well, the holiday season just seems like such a great opportunity for connection, connecting with ourselves, connecting with the people that we love, connecting with our community. And so forming new traditions around that can be a really happy, healthy thing to do. But also, let's be honest, can be a really tense time because mm. now you've got that generational disconnect between like the grandparents and the techno-savvy teens. And I, I know a friend of mine was so anxious ahead of Christmas because it always ends in a bun fight. I mean, her mom, who didn't have the greatest childhood, always really smashes it out the park for Christmas on her terms as far as what she thinks it, that looks like. So it's toiling in the kitchen for days and everything must be absolutely perfect. But in the quest for perfection, there is that loss of connection and there is that disconnect that always ends up in raised voices over the gammon. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think, and I just said to her going in, like, all I can say is just put your boundary in place and just don't sweat the small stuff. Because if you feed into it, 
you're going to be sweating over the gammon again. <laughs> That's very simple. And I mean, I remember as a child, oh, we had a family boxing match on Christmas Day because my grand, God bless her, the late Joyce from the Rejoice Collection had set the table. And while everyone was in the kitchen, I decided that I would go and undo every Christmas cracker on everyone's side plate because I wanted to see what toys were inside. And I just remember all hell breaking loose. (laughs) But again, going into the new year, New Year's Eve is not my best. I hate being told what to do. So don't tell me that I need to get fizzy. Party, go. I'm not going to. And wait up till 12. Never, I won't. (laughs) In fact, I haven't seen the new year coming for the last five years. And I'm, I'm quite happy with that. Again, it's doing what feels right for me. You don't have to live by a script written by other people in your life. So as much as we can be conscious and aware of other people's needs and yeah, being there for them, we don't have to be caught that I have to be the same character over and over and again in the script. And I think that is what makes the festive season so hard for so many people. We feel like we've got to arrive and either we've got to hide parts of who we are or we've got to overperform or we have to overeat or overgive uh, or be that version of ourselves that other people expect. And when we're living so inauthentically, mm. that's when it becomes so stressful for, for all of us. So stepping out of that and taking the courage to shake the script up uh, a little bit. And the people around you sometimes might find that hard, but it's then an opportunity to talk through some of that stuff. And hopefully it becomes easier and easier over time. So what are you doing for New Year? <laughs> Got any plans? Yeah, you and I are going to watch each, each other goodnight at like 10 to 11. Night, or, night. or just come over for an early bride. We'll be done by nine. Oh my gosh, what has happened to me? No, I mean, even when Mikey and I were together, when we first got together, like what, 20 years ago, we went to Mozambique. And I remember just having such a grumpy time because everyone was having this fizzy jewel on the beach. And I was just like, I don't get it. Like, I just don't get why everyone has to get like totally redonkulous on one particular evening. So I've always actually had quite a bad relationship with New Year until I started to go back and start doing it, which as was in a way for me, felt better. Yeah, I know. there's a word that just popped out there, relationship. Mm. For how many of us this time of the year, while we're doing all the pleasing and ticking all the boxes, we take our eye off our relationship mm. or some of the most important relationships in our life. And I think that's something to be aware of. Where is my partner in all of this, in all this busyness and all this pleasing? Where are they? And how do we, I make sure that I'm still connecting with them? So the next conversation we'll have uh, in our next episode of the Kindness Can podcast is something that has changed the way in which we have done this festive season. Um, and we'll go into it more, but it has really helped deepen the connection Uh, put the line in the sand, set the hope and expectation. Because let's be honest, at the beginning of the holiday, I was just like, whoa, like six weeks at home with three kids. That's a lot of opening of the snack cupboard because we've got a snack cupboard. Whenever they open it, I I can hear like the latch and I just keep, (laughs) who's opening the snack cupboard? (laughs) So the snack cupboard is forever opening and closing. And this pining for online time. Yeah is a juggle that only a parent with screen-going kids knows. It's a continual dance and negotiation, but we put something in place that really, really helps. How's that for a tease? Yeah. They're like, what is it? Help me. I need help. Stay tuned. We all need help. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that's it. We all need help. So as much as I think our kids 
are really struggling with this. If I look back on some of my moments in the festive season, this is a part of the script that I definitely want to change for next year because it's so easy. You're lying next to wherever you're lying in the gorgeous sun or waking up in the morning in a beautiful place or even if it's that beautiful place we get to call home, wherever it is, and you find yourself disconnected because you're connecting into a world far, far away that doesn't exist via technology. And I think... I want to do better with that next year. I've got, I've got to. Like I have, I'm, I'm fatigued by this continual brain drain of being pulled into the virtual world. I'm exhausted by it. Like I just wished social media would blow up, like tonight. Honestly, I hope, imagine it does. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> then I'll get drunk. <laughs> no, but seriously, like I find it really, really exhausting for all of us because we all are some in which some degree connected and absolutely i hate to say addicted because it sounds so dramatic uh but it's 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 a constant luring isn't it um so yeah if i could just jump in you mean and i can't wait for that episode because i think it's such an important conversation but in the last couple of weeks of this festive season uh, maybe here just a few little tips to think about to connect with uh with your partner make time for each other Mm. really wake up Mm. today and be intentional about how am i going to create some Mm -hmm. alone time with my partner today, without the kids, without the family, without our phones, um, make time for one another. Be conscious to shake things up a little bit. Yeah, mix it up a little bit. doesn't have to be the same conversations about the same things. We can't talk about our kids anymore, okay, or our business or whatever it is. Let's talk about something different. So arrive with being open to shaking it up. Be okay with the idea of apologizing, even if you feel like that's just the way to get the conversation started. I'm really sorry that we struggled with this. I'm really sorry that we're here, but let's try work, work our way through it. Mm. Stop comparing your relationship to other people's oh. relationships because you're only just seeing a version of theirs. theirs. Let me tell you, yeah, right? Absolutely. So stop the comparing and be conscious of the fact that you're both trying your best and you're both doing a lot Mm. Uh, not one more than the other you're both doing a lot yeah love those points I think for me uh, in summarizing or just wrapping up is don't let this festive season pass you by like really really be cognitive and mindful that that thing that you're holding in your hand probably right now because you're listening to the podcast so you got it (laughs) somewhere near if not in your hand put that down more Eye to eye, heart to heart. You don't want to get to the beginning of January and feel exhausted because you haven't rested. Resting is disconnecting, lying in, lying in the sun, reading a book, deep breathing, meditating, going for like a little walk, getting on your hands and knees and building a puzzle on the floor of the lounge with your kid. Don't let it pass you by. It's here right now for the taking. Our next podcast only lands in two weeks' time. So between now and then, you don't need your phone. (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) If you want to connect with us on your phone (laughs) or via an email uh, for information on uh, the work that we do in corporate organization spaces and schools, uh, you can head along to Kindness Can on Instagram and on our website, or you can drop me an email, hello at lovejlt.com. Till we connect again, lots and lots of love. Go well. Happy New Year. You've been listening to Kindness Can, the podcast. Find out more at kindnesscan.co.za.